James, let me ask you this. So I I went to pick up a to-go order that I, I made through the interwebs on the app, right? I went to, uh, I think it was a, a Chili's maybe, right? I go there and the the lady who's handing me the the order was being all nice. She was like, yeah, like this. And then she goes, oh, do you want to put a tip on this? And I was like, no, I, you didn't do anything. I came here to get it. I did all the work, right? And she was like, oh, you, you don't want to put a tip on there? I was like, no, no, I don't. Why would I tip you? Why would I tip you? It doesn't make any sense. I did every single bit of work that there possibly could be with this. Why would I give you money? That is such huh? a, that's so dicey because, yeah, again, like you did just drive all the way over there. Yeah. She, all she said was, hey, what's your name? And I said, Will. And she was like, oh, here you go. You want to pay with card or cash? And I was like, card. And she's like, you want to leave a tip? The choices were 18%, 20%, or 25%. So they're going like, high. They're high I was like, no. I was like, I'll give you, maybe if I have a dollar in my pocket, I'll slip you a buck. Four quarters? Yeah, yeah, I four quarters. Have, yeah, like some spare change. Yeah, yeah, like you're lucky if I hand you a dollar bill. You know what I mean? Like that's that's not even really worth it. Um, welcome to Not So Superintendent. It's time to get rowdy here. Um, we're already getting rowdy. But yeah, man, I I think it's insane. And I saw somebody take a an Instagram poll recently. And it, and it said, "Do you tip your the when you do takeout, do you tip them?" And like this was when COVID first started and everybody was like, "Yeah, yeah, like of course because they're working and they're not getting paid a lot." Blah, blah, blah. Like, they're essential. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, "Okay." I'm essential, <laughs> right? We've been working through this pandemic. I'm oh, not yeah. taking anything away from these people who work in the food industry. I get that they have a hard job, right? But here's the thing. It, we don't get tipped, right? Why should we tip them? They didn't do anything for us particularly, right? They just work there, right? I, it's insane. I, I don't get it. Everybody in that poll was like, yeah, yeah. If you don't tip them, I tipped them 20%. I do you? I was like, so what do you tip your waiter when you go out to eat? Dude, right? Because I tip about twenty percent yeah. or more when I go out to eat, but that's because that waiter did a lot of work, right? You know, I, dude, I, I, I have something that's a little, little off the beaten path, but I had an ex girlfriend who was in like the she was a bartender slash waitress um, mm-hmm. a while back ago, and when we when I would order food and she would come with me to pick it up sometimes like she would be like you have to put a tip on and in the back of my head i was like no 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 but do i want to be a you know a glorified um jerk in front of my lady right i don't right. know like th- I, that's where i came to conflict and i got, got you know get that little cringe in you you know like you're like right. no i should not be doing this 
You know what? This is not right. Right. You know what my favorite thing to do is? When you go out to eat with a group of people and you're splitting the bill between like four people, right? I love to like peek over and see what everybody's tipping. Like it, 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 it just makes me think of what kind of person they are. Cause I tip high, right? I tip mm-hmm. high when I, when I go out to eat, right? Cause I, I just, I, if I like the waiter and usually I do, I don't get into conflicts with waiters or anything, but um, it's, if I really like the waiter, you're getting a big old tip from a Willie D here. Um, but if, if you're just okay, I'm still going to give you like a 20% tip cause you deserve it. You know, has Willie D ever taken a, first of all, have you ever gotten a plate? Um, from a waitress or a waiter and you like revoked it you said like no this is not this is not looking good um i'm not gonna say i wouldn't do that but no i've never been in a situation where i've gotten something that was not up to par um but i know what you're saying i feel like if i okay here's here's the only time i feel like i would send something back it has to literally just be so bad that i can't eat it and i'm like really hungry i'm like look I can't eat this, whatever it is. I, I don't know what that would be. I'm not very picky, right? The only other time I can imagine me ever doing that is if I went to a really nice steakhouse and spent a lot of money on a steak and it didn't get cooked the way I like it, um, which is medium rare to rare to medium rare. I, I'm more of a medium rare kind of guy, but like that's not the thing is that's not going to happen at an expensive steakhouse because that's what they do. Right. And if it did happen, you would definitely that that tip would decrease by, sure. you know, because uh, yeah, like, it comes possibly from- it de- now it depends on how the waiter handles it, too. You got to think about that, like, because I, I don't necessarily think that it, it, I could be like, oh, it's it was the cook's fault. It was the waiter's fault for not writing it down. Right. It, it could have been. My thing is, it's how the waiter handles it. Am I going to get an, an eye roll? Am I going to get a <sighs> am I going to get? a you know just a look you know like really you know you're gonna send this back if i don't get any of those and like oh i'm so sorry about that sir I, I i like a nice apology and i'll get that exactly how you like it right away and if that happens your chip your tip isn't going to change at all in fact it could go up who knows either way i've never been a waiter i i i i know that i couldn't do it i don't have the the hand-eye coordination to carry all of that nonsense and not spill everything. And also I'm very forgetful. I would forget if you asked me for ketchup or ranch. So it wouldn't be a good situation. Uh, I think I'd get t- tipped fairly highly though. Cause um, I would just sit there and talk to them and then I'd forget <laughs> them other tables and then I'd get a $0 tip from them. It'd be bad. But um, yeah, anyway, man, I, I just, I just wanted to address that because that, that happened and it really, it really rubbed me the wrong way. Just her asking and, and not only asking me. And then when I said no, uh, How was that, was that, was that like you could see it? She completely changed her tone. Like her tone went from, oh yeah, I'm so glad you chose chilies today. And then it went, <laughs> to, yeah, here you go. Here you go. And I was like, thanks. Like, I, I, I just, I can't stand people who don't like, like you understand why I didn't tip you, you idiot. Well, anyway, I I wanted to, um, we have a lot to talk about today. Okay. So first of all, um, Tiger Woods documentary, um, we can talk about that a little bit. I know you haven't had the chance to see it yet, but I'm, I'm, and I'm not going to give everything away here. I have seen it. I've seen most of the second part. I, I, I probably have like 30 minutes left in the last part. Um, 
what I'm going to say is about it. Um, the first part was amazing. Um, especially talking about it. By the way, we're not going to talk about this the entire time. I just wanted to touch on it because this happened. I know some people probably don't care at all about Tiger Woods, but um, it's a pretty big thing that happened. It was a great documentary. So um, what the, the first part was just showing the dad's relationship with Tiger and like how hard he pushed him. I, I mean, honestly, I guess I, I don't I'm not a huge Tiger fan. Like you're not going to I mean, I, I love him, I guess. But like, I'm also not like I haven't researched him. I didn't know what his childhood was like. Um. But yeah, I mean, like his dad pushing him as hard as he did, obviously it got him the success that he has today. But I mean, if his dad wasn't like that, he, you know, half the stuff that he's gone through in his life later on after he died, um, they definitely wouldn't have happened because he would have had a, a semi normal childhood. Could Could you imagine like your entire life is golf? Like he got this girlfriend. And she was like, do you want to go to, the, I mean, and he's in high school. He's like a senior in high school or maybe he's in college. I don't even remember. This girlfriend was like, do you want to go to the movies? He's like, I've never been to the movies. And she's like, oh, what, what do you usually do for fun? He's like, I don't do anything. I just go play golf after work that after, after school. That's all I do. Um, and then she was like, oh, that's, that's ridiculous. And then she was like, you want to go bowling? He's like, I've never gone bowling. You never gone bowling. I mean, think about that. Like, how could you not have done that? You know, it's like Spend almost like the Mike life. T- when Mike Tyson, when he had Constantine Diamoto as his coach, and once that, once his passing happened, you remember like Mike Tyson, like after that was like on a rampage of like sex, drugs, pretty much rock and roll, and like didn't know what to do, like couldn't control himself. Similar to what Tiger did after his dad's passing, like he had no type of um guidance to go um you know i mean yeah and his like, guidance was toxic that's the biggest thing like right his guidance like you say his guidance got him hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars but his guidance also screwed him up so bad <laughs> you know it, it, no, that's like, true i mean like a hundred yeah. um yeah. and it was just it was you know the thing i guess i mean hey i'm going to go off the the um, documentary but like just to see how he came from such a dark place yeah um, of just literally everyone like i remember i forgot what commentator said on whatever show was like we'll never see tiger win another major again or any type of championship or whatever you say Mm -hmm. um and then that actually happening not too long ago um was just mind-blowing and seeing that whole crowd at the PGA Championship, like rushing the 18th green, it was just oh, like something like wow. you're like, you'll never see that ever happen again. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and just the, some of the footage that they showed of stuff that happened, um, you know, when I was, you know, very little, so I didn't see it, you know, I didn't watch it. Um, it, it was very cool um, to see. So, uh, yeah, it, it was a great documentary. Um, I hope you've had a chance to see it. If you haven't, definitely go check it out on HBO. Uh, not a sponsor, but could be one day. Um, but, you know, I think about it like this, right? Um, you know, now the, the first scene, he was two years old, two years old, and he's on some talk show um, showing how well he can hit a driver. He hits a driver as he's two years old. And it's just like, 
th- he was like just destined to be this icon of golf. I mean, it's it's insane. I didn't realize like from how young he was when he was like everybody, well, mainly his dad, but then other people being like, oh, dude, this guy could be like something, something legit. And, uh, and it was big for, you know, like the, you know, uh, you know, a black, um, being so great in golf. Uh, I shouldn't have said it like that. A black person being so good at golf, you know, it, 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 it mean a lot, meant a lot to them, um, and everything. So that was really cool. Like, yeah. Like how many times could you say that? I mean, it'd be like almost saying like a black guy, well, or yeah, like an African-American taking over the sport of hockey. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of players and some of the players that are out there right now, even though they might not be the best, they're not the next Wayne Gretzky, but they, they still are like changing the game in a positive way, uh, to where like there are, there are a lot of young, um, blacks, black people coming, um, up in the sport of hockey. So that's cool too. What I was thinking about though, like, think about if you were, the superintendent of that golf course that he was primarily at and like you watched him every single day i mean every single day he was out there hitting balls he was playing or he was putting like every single day think about like now like like dude that was that was the kid that was there 24 7 you know what i mean and i think about it because <laughs> before this documentary came out i thought about this a lot as i was watching it where every time i see like a you know, a 50 year old man taking his grandson out like his two or three year old grandson out to the country club to hit balls. And I'm like, what are you doing, dude? I always said every time I see it, they, they can't hit the ball, right? They, they can barely freaking walk. They shouldn't be on a golf course this is what I always said. And I was like, man, they aren't going to be the next Tiger Woods. Just just take them back home. Take him back home. Well, but yeah. he could be. I mean, you know. No, well, they did this um, at Pinehurst. They had this tournament. I forgot the name of it, but it's like the best junior. Like, it's like a age bracket from like eight to like 16 to 18, I believe. Maybe mm-hmm. a little younger than that. And like they said on the documentary that like it could be like less than 1% would be later on the PGA Tour. Like all these kids that are like phenomenally wow. like great and their parents are driving them to be like the best, you know, player they can be. Like literally none of these kids actually make it, which is kind of rem- like, you know, it's mind blowing to think about that. These kids are like shooting like crazy scores on, you know, pretty difficult courses. But yeah, it's like that's the thing. He's a phenomenon. Yeah, dude, like there there's this video, I guess his dad took it of them playing golf. He was 4 years old and he was like, "You're if you uh if you make this putt, you shot par." And I was like, "He's 4 years old. Shot par? Like, I've never even shot close to par." I mean, what the heck is that? Well, I mean, if I I wish I would could well, you will probably watch more of it cuz I want to start probably tonight or tomorrow. But like to see that how his father was such an impactful person to his actual, you know, to his game to this day. Um, yeah, I'm just I, I'm, you know, I'm just a, I'm really just uh, interested in knowing that. Yeah, man, it, it was it was it was heartfelt, but also very um, it, it was it was a mixture between heartfelt and hard to watch. 
You know what I mean? Like where this, this dad was legitimately probably just doing this for his benefit. Obviously he, he was, it was, it was all in good health, like good thought, but it, it became so toxic that it was destroying his life essentially as, as a young boy. Um, but you know, what, you know, you gotta uh, go through some hell to be the best of the best. Yeah, I he's guess. the goat right now. So yeah, I mean. he's the goat. Um, but yeah, man, it was amazing. I but like I say, man, like think about it. Like I, I don't know if you get that way. Like, do you get that way? If you're at, let's say you're, you're at your course and you see a little kid out there on the course with their grandpa or dad, right? I, what are you thinking in your head? Are you like get this kid off the course? Because I worked at one course where. This guy brought his like three-year-old, four-year-old kid to play, and they literally just held up play, and it drove me insane to watch. I was like, dude, there, there are people literally waiting on you because your son can't even hit the ball. He can't hit the ball. Like, why is he out here? I don't know if he's trying to make him the next Tiger Woods or if he's just an innocent father just trying to, you know, spend some time with his kid, which is probably the, the situation, but in my, in like, the way I'm looking at it is uh, you're he- holding me up from getting stuff done. You're holding golfers up from getting, from getting their round in. It- it's very, very distracting. Well, yeah, I could put into, um, into terminology. Like I played when I was young in, in the AJGA, which is like the American junior golf association. Uh, it's a big, mm-hmm. I mean, Tiger was in it. Phil was in it. Um, oh, wow. But cool. I didn't place anything good. I wasn't like a st- stud at all i actually sure. fairly horrible but to see like the um like the family so like my family was not like taking pictures of me and like were like my caddy during right. like, the event but like seeing like some of the people that i was playing like against like their their you know father or mother was like taking pictures every second were yeah. like we're giving them like power bars. Like we're just like, <laughs> like set, the, dad's, the dad's carrying the bag as the caddy and the mom's it, videotaping. It, the whole thing. It's it, dude. It's like, yeah, you, you literally are like, these kids are like, you see the, the pressure where these parents put their, um, like their children or how they, they kind of like, I wouldn't say coddle them, but they like, right. How they like, they're like, they're expecting them to be like the next big thing. And it's like Dude, they invested so much time and money to like making them to where they are at that time. Where then I was like, when I was playing, I was like, "Dude, like this is just like it's a cool opportunity just to play in a little event that you know, like it's like to see like where I rank, which I rank terribly against these other players." But the thing was like to see these how the parents were in relation to my own or just to other parents that were in the venue. Um, yeah, it was just like that was scratch your head a little bit yeah it, it, it's pretty crazy but yeah man i, I just i thought it was really interesting um a, another thing is i mean like like i think about when i was a kid and my dad would take me out of the golf course see i'm the type of person i've been like this since i was a kid if i'm i'm very I'm, I'm even i'm 10 times worse than it like now where like if i'm playing golf and someone's even two holes behind me i feel rushed Right. I think that's why I don't play. I don't play a lot because I really will only play if I'm the last person out on the golf course. I'll go up to the starter of my course that I work at and I'll be like, hey, 
is the last tee time out? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll go play nine holes behind them because I don't want anyone behind me. That's, because the, best, I, yeah, that's the best time you can play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Because, but when I was a kid, I, I knew I sucked. I mean, I'm talking when I was like seven. You know, I'm not talking about three or four. But like when I was like seven, I remember going to the course with my dad. And my dad, um, you know, he, he didn't care if I was good. He just wanted me to, you know, it was just bonding time. It was great. But I... I sucked, so I, and I just couldn't get it. So I was just like, I would literally just rather not hit because I feel like I'm holding everyone up, you know? Um, it, it's, it's embarrassing. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, and, and I don't, I don't know if I told this story or not on this podcast. I, I did very well might've, but basically like when I was a kid, th- this is what I think of also. I, my dad said, I'm going to go chip some balls at this place or whatever. I have no, I don't even know what chipping means, you know, but I know that I'm at the putting green and I, I don't even remember going to the driving range. Right. So I'm just like, dude, I, I just want to do that thing where the grass goes high up and you hit it really hard and stuff. I don't want to sit here and putt. I play putt putt, you know, I can do that. Um, so I decided to go right up behind the green, which is just apron area. And I just start slamming my golf club into the grass and just destroying everything. Like I'm destroying this apron. I'm barely hitting the ball. Um, and nobody's near, nobody's nearby. So like, I just keep, keep doing it. My dad comes back like 10 minutes later and he's like, Oh my God. (laughs) What just happened? He is just putting gigantic chunks of grass back. (laughs) and i'm just like what did i do this is what i see on tv you watch this and i come in and i see these golfers slamming the club down and a bunch of grass flying everywhere a big chunk and it's very satisfying that's what i want to do he's like you're not doing that and this isn't the place to do it it's almost fairway height come on dad yeah 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 it's almost fairway height (laughs) it's a step down so like that's why you don't bring ignorant, dumb kids to the golf course <laughs> because they will destroy stuff. All right. A little tip for you parents out there. <laughs> um, but I tell you what, though, those greens, uh, they were rather fast, if I remember correctly. And I assume that they used a, uh, a TDR 350 from our friends at Spectrum. With Spectrum Technologies, if you're interested in doing some mapping of your course w- for irrigation audits with your TDR 350, you can try out SpecConnect subscription for 30 days and see how recording and analyzing your TDR readings can help better manage your course, validate your irrigation schedules, etc. We'll record with you during that time to help you maximize your results. If it doesn't suit your needs, you can cancel the subscription and we'll refund your money. Go to specmeters.com and definitely check out their social media, Spectrum underscore technologies underscore Inc. All right. Check them out. Specmeters.com. Great, great people over there. Spectrum. Firm and fast, firm and fast. That is their motto. Not really. Um, their motto is to measure is to know, but I like to say firm and fast, firm and fast. Because mm. you're always getting firm and fast. Um, so yeah, man, I, I think it was this is pretty interesting, right? So we had to send in our tractor. Um, it had to get, uh, the flywheel needed to be replaced. Uh, so the entire tractor had to be cut in half in order to replace the flywheel. So, um, they gave us a loaner skid steer and, uh, that's so much better than our tractor. Um, 
because our tractor is garbage and is not enclosed and doesn't have AC and heat uh, and a radio like this skid steer does. So it's a brand new skid steer and I get in it and I'm like, all right, you got the key for this thing? And he's like, no, it doesn't have a key. I was like, yes, push, it's push start. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, I get that. There's, I get that there's a start button, but like, there's no key to Hell get no. it. And I was like, well, he was like, man, it doesn't really matter. It's a, it was a new Holland tractor. And he was like a new Holland skid steer. And he was like, man, like if, if anyone has a new Holland tr- uh, key, they can, it's a, it's a universal key. So they can use it for anyone. So if, if they wanted to steal it, they could. And I was like, well, yeah, I get that. Like that makes sense. I mean, the same way with Gator, same way with club car, but there still needs to be a key because now it, it, the way I look at it, if someone has a new Holland key, they probably know how to drive a skid steer. Uh, whereas anyone can hop in this thing and just press the start button. And, yep. Uh huh. And then they don't know how to drive it. And then they screw up a lot of things. Not just the tractor is gone, but they also probably will kill somebody, including themselves, because they don't know how to drive a skid steer. Well, I, what, I remember what the new Holland is like. Isn't the key on the window? So I, I guess that's how it? the older ones are. I mean, like we didn't, we don't even have a skid steer. So we, we just have the, the, the front loader tractor, right? That's what we had. But then they gave us a skid steer. It doesn't even have a key in it. I, I have no clue. I, I was like, man, like I, I understand that like, <laughs> you know, anyone can, can steal it. That has a new on key, but like, man, you're just literally leaving this out to the public. Everybody knows how to push a button. That's that's just crazy. Dude, you have to have a lot of cojones to take a freaking skid steer off property to steal yeah, a skid I mean, steer. Like that's like more than than stealing a golf cart. No, like, no, no. I'm not even. But see, my mind isn't even thinking about golf courses. I'm not even considering someone stealing this particular skid steer. I'm thinking about how you drive down the highway and there's <laughs> you know 20 miles of <laughs> 20 miles of construction as we talked about in the last episode and there's just a skid steer there and some drunko just like let me see if I can get in here and then they press the button they're like oh my god the key must be in her oh wait there ain't even a key and then they just go and they kill 12 people on the tiny on the road i mean how insane is that because that's what they do they leave them out on the highways yeah dude i was really thought that like when you drive like those vehicles or like mini excavators or whatever like a dozer like how much damage you could do yes with that oh you could do so much (laughs) yeah like you could just run through a house with that yes i mean dude trust me it's I think crazy. about it all the time. I think about <laughs> let's, all the time. Let's, let's see I how. About, yeah, <laughs> I think about destroying things so much. Um, so, for instance, the one course I worked at, we had these sand bins that were um, literally just outlined with cinder block, right? And the skid steer that we had there was very powerful. And um, as you're getting to the bottom of the sand pit, you have to kind of be easy because you don't want to hit the cinder block wall too hard, or you'll start or it'll start to crumble. You know, um, there's cracks all in it and stuff. So I used to just be like, let's see how hard I can hit this thing. And when the sand gets low and you can really jam through there, I used to just hit it as hard as I could. And like, oh, my God, I can bring this whole wall down. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I wonder how many people, if, if anybody saw that, they'd be like, wow, this guy does oh, not yeah. know how to operate this vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is not good. No, no, not good at all. <laughs> so what, what, what have you been doing this week at work? Um, man, like literally today in the past last week, um, like just been doing, dude, taking out these huge, um, oak trees. Oh, yeah. and taking like I think we talked about this last episode, like what we do during the wintertime. Like literally, this is what we've been doing, like just taking out like massive trees, just like getting like the wood chipper going, like just it. It literally my back, my forearm, my mm-hmm. I've been taking Advil. It's like it's really weird to like bad to say this, but I've been taking like popping Advil, like it's you know like Skittles. <laughs> like I literally like. Dude, like my whole body is in shock from like all the amount of weight that of we like we'll use a tractor for the bigger ones, but like you're doing like mostly lifting if as you know, like for tree yeah. work. And like it's just dude, yeah, man, freaking so many trees. Yeah, man. I the same thing here, man. That's what we're doing is taking out trees, uh, limbing everything. Um yeah, I mean that that's basically all we've done. We're getting some sand in tomorrow. We're gonna put a nice little coating on the greens, looking at some snow next week. So we're gonna try to coat these things even more. Have you, I mean we we just keep putting sand on them. I was gonna ask you, did you put your snowball app out? I mean, I remember maybe you told me this already, but did you put your snowball app out? Yeah, we did it the week of Christmas. Wow, we yeah, did that like last week. Oh, okay. We okay. used Instrada, which is pretty good product. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, man, we we put out snow mold a little while ago, and then we just we just like to keep coating them with sand. Uh, you know, we got some rain last week. It washed a little bit of sand in, and we're just gonna keep pumping them. That's what we like. Okay, so I want to. Okay, this is not part of the script for this this segment. Yeah, no, go ahead. Um, I'm not sure if you saw. I mean, I, I, I obviously I I watched it at the very end. Uh, mm-hmm. Justin Thomas. Um, this is in Hawaii. Um, at the plantation course in Kapalua, um, mm-hmm. at the Century Tournament of Champions, he missed a like five foot putt and made the uh, he dropped an F bomb. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, he dropped the F A G G O T. Oh, bomb. Yeah, he, he <laughs> dro- dropped that, and, and, and literally right after that round finished, Ralph Lauren, which is his like main sponsor dropped uh-huh. him so i want to ask you this oh, no do you way. think that do you think that i don't know like my question would be do you think it was right for ralph oren to drop him um from from their sponsorship and do you think it was right for him to even say that in front of like a national television <laughs> you know, okay uh, I mean, obviously not. I, I assume. See, my thing is like, man, I, I get really upset when I play golf um, and I can't imagine uh, doing it at, at that type of level. So I understand the frustration. I mean, literally every time I play golf, my, I end up just I mean, by the second hole, I'm like, man, I hate golf so much. Um, That's what I say. Um, So I understand the frustration. Um. Now about Ralph Lauren, um, man, you know, the way I look at it, that's the, that's his main sponsor, right? Everybody mm. knows that. So it was like, if they didn't do it, 
that reflects on them, right? People are going to be like, oh, whoa, that's your guy. That's your guy, man. What the heck? You know, that's what they're going to say. And they want to um, continue with this image that they have, which is, um, I assume, uh, based on the couple commercials I've seen lately, very uh, progressive, um, you know, type people uh, type company. Um, and, and they don't want to risk that that look. Right. So, yeah, I, I it doesn't surprise me one bit that they dropped him. I don't think that they should have. I think that it was a, a mistake by him. And um, yeah, I mean, he just he suffered the consequences. That's basically it. Yeah, dude, I you know, felt when- so bad after after like the re- after his round, like the reporter made it made or the whatever you call it. Yeah, like the reporter he call him out like right there. Dude. No, no, not the at the time, but right after oh, the oh. event took place, he said, "Like, like, what did you like? Yeah, like I saw it. Like, it was you were pretty heated, and like, what do you think about the you know the remark that or like the words that you you, you know you what was you up said? with that word? Like, <laughs> yeah, like it was like it was kind of just like dude, like <laughs> yeah, this is like you know, like of course, like." At that time, like, how can, like, you just finished your round, you're in Hawaii, mm-hmm. and, like, this report is telling you, like, yeah, you said something pretty, pretty out there. <laughs> pretty radical, yeah. <laughs> pretty radical. And, and you're like, I'm just trying to get back to the hotel right now. Like, I'm, uh, yeah, man. He's like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. I didn't know about this. Now, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't keep up with anything really. Um, and, um, I didn't, I didn't know anything about that. That's crazy, though. Um, yeah, I, I think it's pretty interesting. Like I say, not surprised that that they did that. But uh, hey, you know, whatever. You got to do what you got to do to keep your image. You know what else is funny? They actually, I, I did see this, though. Um, speaking of F-bombs, but this is a different F-bomb that I heard about. Um, the Nickelodeon, uh, the, the famous kids television network, um, they decided that they, and I don't know why, I have no clue what happened with this. They decided they were going to show NFL football one day. Uh, this is a couple weeks ago. Um, they were like, yeah, it's Sunday. We're going to show NFL football on, um, on Nickelodeon. And they, you know, like when a, when a team scored a touchdown, they, they did like uh, animated slime all over the course, you know, <laughs> you know, right. And I was like, all right, you know, whatever. And then like, but there was like a pretty blatant F-bomb drop like right there. And it was like, like made the news and everything. I was like, come on, man. Like you're you're idiots for showing that. First of all, I don't know what the point of it was. I mean, maybe it was in good intentions, but I I just thought that was pretty funny because I, when you said F-bomb, I was like, oh, was it like the green slime? Yeah. Yeah. The green slime, man. Yeah. Like the, the things that I used to dream about being, uh, (laughs) slimed, man. (laughs) It's so weird. It was so weird. Like that was like something that like every child wanted to get was the green slime all dumped on them. Definitely. Definitely. Like, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It's like the equivalent. It's like the equivalent of like, uh, of uh being a coach and getting Gatorade dumped on your head, I guess. I guess, but you didn't win really much. I mean, like you're just getting green slime on you. Yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean like I just thought like that for like Justin Thomas, a great player, and just like unfortunately, like, yeah, we all have gone in these situations where like I have said profoundities definitely when I miss a putt. When I come short, sure. especially when I come short of a putt, I always say something that's not 
politically correct or yeah, not, not ideal usually not yeah. I ide- not not what my mother and my father taught me right. um yeah like i literally say that but it's t- definitely it must like i always feel like these athletes we were talking about tiger before and like yeah how much like you have to like you know what i i mean also another question here like if okay. you were under the same type of limelight or some type of scope like tiger or these top like pga players like how could how hard is it to keep yourself um you know mentally kind of aware of your everyday like public life yeah i, I mean dude it's a, it's a blessing and a curse um to be like that i would say um more of a curse uh you know obviously the money is nice the the fame is nice for probably uh, the first month maybe um i think i'd be pretty over it within the first couple weeks i i just i couldn't deal with it i don't like people that much you know what i mean i i I don't i don't like seeing people that much i'm a pretty you know sit at home by myself kind of guy um so i i'm not I, i i wouldn't like that you know i wouldn't like press coming up to me when i get off an air airplane i wouldn't like not being able to go somewhere without paparazzi or anything um you know i mean if this podcast keeps up i mean we're gonna be in that same <laughs> Dude, um, <laughs> yeah we're gonna, have some, we're gonna have some instagram tags and sh- stuff yeah, like that but. yeah probably but no nah, nah, yeah no uh it would it would be a nightmare in my it, opinion there was a there, there's there's no way I could do it. Sorry, there was a funny thing. I had this. I had to send you this, but I mean, maybe people that listen have seen this before. There's like this like tournament. I forgot what it was, but this guy was wearing that that um he was wearing a shirt. You know, I remember when that mugshot, not the mugshot. Yeah, it was a mugshot of when Tiger was like on the um when he had like he was taking soon medication or whatever. It was like mm-hmm. he looked like he was like definitely effed up. Right. So the guy wore the shirt as tires like entering into like another hole section. And he notices it and smiles at him. And the guy's like geeking out because like he he took the time to make this shirt. Yeah. So Tiger could see it. And, yeah. and he looks like totally messed up. And Tiger is giving him like, yeah, like I did that. Like I owned up to it. Tiger's got a good sense of humor. You know what I mean? Like I- I'm sure he gets hot headed sometimes. I I don't. You know, but but he's got a good sense of humor for what I from what I've seen. Um, yeah, man. I, uh, but yeah, just being that level of fame, man, and just having to, you know, what I mean, I can say whatever I want. Nobody really cares, right? Um, so it, it, I can't imagine just like Dude, isn't that weird? I, I, this this is what I can imagine me being like. I say something just slightly controversial on a podcast or or you know when in an interview or something. And then, like the next day, a bunch of people are talking about. It. I was like, and then people are like they're very upset about this. I'm like, what? I'm like, hey, and then that's like when even, you're I don't even remember saying that, <laughs> right? And that's when you're considered like an influencer. Like you're definitely right. you're an influencer, like to like the standard of any social media platform or celebrity or whatever you would call it. Yeah, it's um, it's insane. It's like yeah. I could I don't know how I could live my life. Like I would definitely be like living in my house then, like not wanting to be outside. In you case, know what's crazy? Yeah. You know what's crazy is like you said like um you know if you were famous as like Tiger Woods or like one of the PGA players but what's crazy is 
there's 16 year old kids on TikTok that are more famous than Tiger Woods is, which is scary to say that. Yeah, that's really, that's really true. Like that, the whole TikTok thing, that, and I don't even know if they make money off of that. I'm not sure if you can. Oh, they make millions, millions. You can make money off of that from ad base. It's like a, it's like a, uh, well, first of all, TikTok pays them, right? And then okay. they get like all these other things. They get like, uh, you know, all these brands will be like, hey, just wear this shirt in your TikTok. We'll give you freaking $100,000 because millions of people are seeing it. It's it's a free commercial for them. You know what I mean? I see um, that. Yeah. I, well, I see like Instagram, like TikTok stories and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, these people probably are racking something. I mean, they have oh, to. For sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like not. They, they they make bank. They don't yeah, look poor. Don't about it. They don't look like yeah. they're struggling. No, no, they aren't. I yeah. mean, I just feel like, can we get a bone here? Can we get? Yeah, right. Yeah, thrown here. Like, I mean, like we've been we've been trying to put some work into this. But like, yeah, man. We, we uh, you know what? <laughs> Actually, this this podcast marks six months uh, of us doing this. So it's the anniversary um, time. We should have some champagne time. right now. Like, this is our twenty fifth episode. Twenty uh, sixth. We've we've made twenty six episodes. This is our twenty fifth episode uh, put out. Uh, since we uh deleted the first one, um, so yeah, that marks six months for us. So yeah, man, it's been a good ride, and uh, yeah, no, we've we've uh we've been really enjoying it. So oh, by the way, uh, I I have made a couple of dog, or I made one dog video today. So uh, be looking for those in the YouTube probably in the next couple months. I want to get a f- uh, few back loaded, but like uh, already recorded before I start posting them. Um, but I, I, I just want to let you know that is happening. I know we've talked about a YouTube for a while now. I, I just want to let y'all know that is happening. I've already recorded one, um, today. Um, also, uh, new magazine for this month came out golfcentralmag.com. Go to turflife.club, check them out. And, uh, don't forget all proceeds go to turf research. Um, also don't forget to check out our shirts, go to the link in our bio of our Instagram and Twitter at not supers pod. Um, yeah. Anything else, James? Uh, man, I think that's, yeah, I think I've expelled with all my thoughts right now. Yeah, man. Yeah. This is a great episode. Uh, but yeah, man, we'll see y'all next week. Peace.